Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Getting Defensive. This is your Tuesday night edition, and it's a very special edition. This, as you saw, is the 100th episode of Getting Defensive. So hopefully you've been tuning in for all 100, but if not, you can go back and see our beautiful faces on those prior episodes. You can tell it is not just the normal crew with us tonight. We do have some special guests, and I want to get into those right away. We have Johnny, who you've seen on here before, at orangeman3142 from the IDP guys. We have Justin at down with IDP from Fantasy Points, a face that you're familiar with from the Gridiron Rating shows, but not on this show particularly. That is Ronnie at Ronnie A. Evans. And of course, my usual suspects with me, James and Gary, James at what money 3000 and Gary, the infamous IDP tipster. Everyone, I'd like to ask how you're all doing tonight, uh, but I know we want to get into this draft. So just quickly going around the horn, Johnny, how's your Tuesday treating you? Good. No complaints. Good to see you guys. Congrats on the 100th episode. Pass. Justin, how's your night going? <laughs> Good. Lots of complaints, but I won't air them here. Congrats on the 100th episode. Provided to be a part of it. Ronnie, thank you for joining us here on the defensive side of the ball. How's your night going? It's going great. We, uh, we I do the chop shop. We're on episode five. So to see 100 here with uh, getting defensive is incredible. James, how's your night over there in uh, beautiful West Coast going? Uh, it's barely even night, so I'm doing fantastic. Uh, excited <laughs> to hop into this. And Gary, the original himself. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great. And I'm excited and I'm happy to have you guys all here. At one point in time, you guys have been like a contributor, a mainstay or something and been a big part of getting defensive, you know, over the last year and a half, actually, because we were cranking it out on another network or another another thing there for a while. And uh, I really appreciate it, fellas. You, you've, you've deserved. I, I, I'm excited that you all ended up coming on the show. I mean, how it all played out. Uh, I mean, Ronnie, you were on at the very, very beginning. I mean, very beginning. So, yeah, it, it's pretty wild to me, and I appreciate it. So I'm excited about this draft. I hope uh, hope this uh, goes well for everybody, and I hope we get some great information out there for some people. Before we jump into that draft, I just want to thank everyone who's watching us on YouTube, of course. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and turn on the notifications so you're around for the – 100th episode of the Chop Shop when that comes up, or the next 100th episode of Gary's Beautiful Face being on here, and of course all the other <laughs> weekly shows that we have, you can find over there, get the notifications on for that, and of course, gridironratings.com, make sure you go over there, get a subscription so you can stay on top of that draft guide and all the great information, including Gary's dime drops that he's always throwing out there for you, but I think we are going to be jumping into this draft here, so we did... Uh, pre-draft two rounds here, and we are going to give you a sort of a view of what that looked like, which I believe is on here, and we're going to be giving you team views as well. Um, so each of us has two teams, so then this is a 12-team draft. We're compiling them separately, but we'll talk about each of the two teams that we have as we get to that in the draft, so you can kind of see where it started here along with the scoring now, Gary, this scoring, is there anything particular that uh, mattered to you getting this set up and how you're going to approach the draft? Yeah, so this is really a balanced format, now, not only with just the IDP players, in my opinion. You know, it does lean a little bit. We'll talk about that here in a second. But uh, first thing I was balanced with is a good PPR league, just a standard PPR 
Um, this puts the first, uh, uh, the overall, uh, Oakland Loon was the overall producer last year. So uh, he was eighth. So that's top 10. We have multiple ones, uh, defensive ends and uh, defensive backs in the top 50. All right. So with this scoring, if it favors to, to try to bring up quarterbacks and safeties and everybody up together as a group, somebody was still coming out in the league. So I prefer to do the linebackers. So I could probably take maybe a 0.25 or 0.5 or something off of that solo. All right. So this is just standard style scoring. As we know, we have talked about it before, Ronnie, there are some more fine detailed stuff that we can find like on places like MFL and, and really define that. But we're staying standard here. We're just going with this whole situation with uh, with what most people are playing with. Or This is probably near it in some terms. So the fellows were all told beforehand that it was a balanced format. Um, I think it, I, I think that's fair to say. What do you guys think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. We all sort of had that scoring and how this was going to be laid out ahead of time, so there weren't any real surprises, except for maybe some of the uh, assignments of positions that right. uh, MFL has gone through recently. I know that uh, threw me for a loop on several players. I'm sure we will get to that. But, uh, Gary, starting off the third round, I believe we have John, correct? Yeah. Was we going to cover the first two rounds real quick? Uh, we certainly can if that's the order that you want to go through. John, your first pick was Aaron Donald. So what uh, drew you to him being your number one overall guy in this format? Positional scarcity. You either have a top-tier defensive tackle or you don't. I wanted to make sure that I did, and that is the best defensive tackle uh, so I just wanted to wrap that up. That was my only decision with that. And then Justin, you took Miles Garrett right after, so another defensive lineman. Yeah, uh, particularly, you know, I, I've been using this this um, scheme for a while, which is to uh, in IDP leagues load up on those elite defensive uh, uh, defensive ends or defensive tackles. Every year, we see fewer and fewer defensive linemen playing a thousand snaps. So, so the cream of the crop, the chances to get those players who ball out like T.J. Watt, if you could use them in an edge league, like J.J. Watt used to do, like Aaron Donald, who was picked before me, I want as many of those chips as possible. So I'm going to go heavy on elite defensive linemen. And to me, Miles Garrett is certainly one of those guys I think he's got a pretty high ceiling. Ronnie, you took the first linebacker off the board that I think will surprise a few people. What did you like about Jordan Brooks to make him your number one in this format? I think uh, Jordan Brooks will not be a surprise type pick at three by the time like the season kicks off. People are going to warm up to him over the offseason. But he was linebacker, what, 12, 13 last year, and he was playing alongside Bobby Wagner. But basically, Miles Garrett and Andrew, Aaron Dover went. Positional scarcity is a real thing, but those are like the premier guys. You got Bosa and a few others, and I went, and I think that he might have the most tackles and most cumulative stats out of the linebacker core this year. I like the pick. Next up was myself. I took Darius Leonard. He is still, I think if I'm thinking about my rankings here, and this is for redraft, of course, it says that down there. But uh, make sure everyone listening is aware. I believe he's still a top linebacker for me in my linebacker rankings. I know he hasn't ended up as that, um, but the stats that he's been continuing to throw up the past couple of years, even with being injured a bit, 2019, 2020, 
still a great position on a great defense, and he's going to be getting those tackles. James, you took TJ Watt, who we had mentioned a little bit ago, as your pick at five. Yeah, uh, relatively shocked he made it all the way to five, frankly. He really shouldn't go any lower than five in pretty much any format. So I was thrilled to kind of have the elite, elite fall to me while people went positional scarcity. And uh, I'll take it and deal with that positional scarcity later. Yeah, I, you know, the unfortunate thing about the format that we use is MFL on this, and they don't have any true edge rushers for designated positions. So you're either stuck with D's or LB's. So, yep. you know, what those guys are those three, four outside linebacker rushers. And, you know, they really depend on sacks, but they also like Watt record those really good uh, tackle numbers for an outside linebacker in the 60, 65 range, I believe. Could I ask a quick question just for you guys that are in a lot of edge leaks? So in this yeah. setup, um, if you had an IDL, right, and you had an IDL required spot and then an edge spot, who's first, Aaron Donald or TJ Watt? If if Watt's an edge, it's probably Watt. Yeah, I'd say without a question, Watt. If watch Watt is an yeah. edge player, even if you have yeah. a required IDL starter, yeah, for yeah. me, it's I'll Donald. deal with the yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's easier to stream IDL if you really just got to get you know match up. Don't take a zero type thing through the season, so I would. Yeah. Gotcha. Good stuff. And my pick is six, and I'll, I'll I'll hand it right back to you, Craig. This it's basically what everybody's already said about the position itself. John, moving on to your second team here, you kind of went with that same sort of positional scarcity thing with another defensive end for starting off that team. Yeah, no, no different here. Um, that's that's the way I always do things. I'm getting DT. If it's not DT, it's DE. I'll get warm body linebackers throughout the season. Guys like TJ Edwards and, and the ilk, Alex Singletons of the world. Uh, they are plentiful, available, and they'll play a ton of snaps and record a ton of tackles. And they only cost you paying attention and clicking a mouse. That's it. And Justin, your second team, you took Devondre Campbell of the Packers. So yeah, this will bring this will get us into some of these positional um, changes that NFL just kicked in. That pick originally was uh, Daniil Hunter, uh, but he got okay. redesignated as a as a linebacker, uh, which takes the teeth out of that pick in the in, in the middle. Yeah, it was of like the so, next day, wasn't it? it was like the yeah, next it was day literally the next. Day. <laughs> no announcement. Hey, our draft's over. <laughs> Bam. Guess what? Yeah. So, uh, so instead, I mean, obviously, instead of having everybody else, you know, like a base, I just looked at the available pool after two whole rounds and looked at Campbell as somebody who should still be the lead dog there who had a, who seems to really work well in this defense. And I think it's a good marriage. So I just said, you know what, let me just go ahead and get one of the few like solid, you know, three down linebackers left. So that's why he's plugged in there for me. This would be an early pick to take him, but that's why, because originally that was Daniel Hunter. Definitely in a redraft, right? Or start yeah. start up redraft, maybe if he was, I don't know. Or start up dynasty, sorry. Yeah. Ronnie, your second team, you went with the younger of the Tampa Bay linebackers. I don't know if we'll get to the older one tonight or not, but yeah. uh, Devin White. Yeah, Devin White, uh, 2020. 2021 dipped a little bit, but that's linebackers for you. I think the statistic is that every year, only three on average top 12 linebackers repeat. So he's due for a correction back in the top five. That's what I say. 
Next pick, I went with Micah Parsons, a linebacker. I loved what he did in his rookie year as a Cowboys fan, but also for fantasy purposes. You know, he got you tackles. I think he had around 85 or so of those on the year, and then he had, you know, like 13 sacks and 20 tackles for a loss. He just did it all for the Cowboys, and I loved getting them there at 10. And James, Roquan Smith, with your first pick of your second team. Uh, kind of the same story as T.J. Watt. Uh, Roquan fell to me, and I was very happy to just scoop him up at 11. Kind of shocked to see him that low. I do understand with the Daniil Hunter situation that you went position scarcity and it came back and bit you. Uh, so Smith most likely is not going to be this low in most leagues, but I will gladly just sit and take what the draft gives me. And Gary, you did take a defensive tackle with the start of your second team. Yeah, it just kind of felt like it at that point. I looked at the, some more edge rushers uh, because when you're, you're here in a moment, you're going to see what we could have picked from. But uh, what I went for was this is one team, the tipster 12 or, or picking at 12. Um, and my very next pick was Jeffrey Simmons. So I took and secured two defensive tackles that I feel that you know, our, our, our value wise, the drop off is about ready to happen. So I got mine. I got out on this, this particular uh, squad. All right. Jumping into the next round. Of course, we're looping back around. So Gary with the snake style draft, you would have been up here and you took Jeffrey Simmons. You went uh, defensive tackle for your next pick as well for that team. Right. right. Right, you took, took them both off the board. So same sort of theory there. And then we went to James, and you took, I think that's the first safety that went off the board? Uh, it is. Minka's the, the first defensive back at overall, obviously, to go off the board as well. Uh, definitely have him as my number one DB, uh, and that's not relatively typical, but I will put my money where my mouth is and, and take him. And again, it's positional scarcity. The elite, elite DBs are all great, uh, safeties included, and then they kind of slowly fall into a, a big pile of a lot of guys. So give me him now, and I'll fill out you know my linebackers, as probably many of us think, throughout the back half of the draft where the guys all kind of are very good, but also very plentiful. All right, and I took Derwin James. It's sort of the same thing that you had mentioned with Minka. Derwin was uh, healthy for, again, the most part last year. Hopefully he continues to stay healthy. It's you know, less of a risk with a redraft team than investing heavily in Dynasty, but uh, same basic theory there. And Ronnie, uh, second pick of your second team, you took Cameron Jordan. Top five defensive end in fantasy, what, like for the last five years? And then yeah. so at this point, stack him up at the linebacker. All right, Justin, another defensive tackle here. A bit of an older guy, but still a workhorse, Cameron Hayward. Yeah, uh, we were talking about you know these defensive tackles. To me, there's about five or six, and then the, the cliff comes real quick. I was praying that that Hay Hayward would make it. You know, when, when Gary doubled up on defensive tackles, I got nervous. Uh, uh, so, uh, I mean, Hayward had a monster. He had 89 tackles last year, 10 sacks, 15 tackles for loss. So in this scoring format, he's one of the few that are left that I'm going to be super happy with. I think there's about two or three more that, that I'd be okay with. But I think uh, Hayward, as long as Hayward has another solid season, he, he's going to be a monster there for me. And then, John, to pair with Brian Burns, you took Fred Warner, linebacker, at six in the second round. 
Yeah, so I'm going to admit that I made a mistake. Uh, I thought this was all one team, and I was stealing Justin's typ- <laughs> typical strategy here. Of the, the, yeah, of the anchor linebacker. There that, you that, go, yeah. Yeah, I was, I, you know, because I thought I was sitting pretty. Aaron Donald, two defensive ends, anchor linebacker. I'm good. Uh, yeah. But but then I found out it was two teams. So uh, I made a mistake, but that's okay. I'll defend it. Fred Warner's a great linebacker. That's your anchor linebacker for that team. Uh, I can punt on the rest of that position and fill out DE, DT, and safety. Gary, you took CJ Mosley, and that was pairing him with uh, your prior. I forget who you took there, Bosa, for that team. Yeah, I, I, I was actually thrilled to see Mosley. I think that is this another recap of next year in a redraft? Uh, maybe another year after that, if you're looking, you know, dynasty, but. I mean, realistically, I was straight going redraft right here. And I mean, he he uh, absor- absorbed a lot of production. You know, I know they're going to get a little better this year, but they're still adjusting. They're still growing. So there's there's probably a lot of IDP production that he had again. And I don't think that they improved anything next to him today, necessarily. How dare you besmirch Quincy Williams like that? Well, <laughs> Maybe one of a couple of those seventh, sixth rounders or something will work out for them. But you know, as of right now, they have don't have to worry about Blake Cashman anymore. (laughs) No, yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. He's just getting grumpy because the Ernest Jones killer went next with James and Bobby. (laughs) Yeah, uh, not happy to see Ernest Jones uh, lose significant value, but I will gladly scoop up the guy who took it all, which is Bobby Wagner. Again, I'm kind of feeling like I'm just taking who falls to me. And Wagner should be a leech, should continue to be the exact same guy. I know he's in a new team and a new scheme, but kind of don't really care. He's one of those elite players who's going to produce no matter what in my eyes. So I'll gladly take him in a redraft here and just fill out the rest of my roster as I need to, even though I'm not very positionally scarce filled. And I originally had a different pick here at nine. I think it was about uh, Max Crosby, who mm-hmm. also got turned into a pumpkin at midnight. Yep. Pumpkin, I mean, <laughs> linebacker instead of a defensive <laughs> lineman. So, uh, Gary, let me switch that up. And I kind of went the same thing I did with um, my first team or the other team. I went linebacker safety. I did linebacker safety here, too. Jamal Adams is still top three safety for me. So, take him here. I was happy with that. I like how you said that. You said, Gary, let me. It's not that I let him. It's just that it made sense, folks. As soon as those things changed. So I didn't like pull a favor. I let Justin go first because he picked first and had the same situation. So, yes, you, you, and I wasn't, I wasn't pulling favors, Craig. I I know you weren't doing that, believe me. But uh, this is not uh, real. This is mock. Chase Young here, uh, who was actually, I didn't see the whole thing Gary had put up, and I tried to take Chase Young. He's like, nope, he already went. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't to how you're filling this up. So, Ronnie, you took Chase Young at the 10th pick of the second round. You know, and you know, it's funny that you say that because I, these next three guys, I was like, ah, which one of these do I take? Do I take Chase man. Long? Like on MFL, Chase Young's down there. He's like 12 yeah. spots down from this crew. Everyone, like, he's kind of underwhelmed a little bit, but I don't know. I believe in the talent so much on that guy. And uh, I, I just bank it on him popping in this imaginary reality that we're living in for this mock. And to close it out, we got both of the starting defensive ends. Justin took Hubbard and then John took Hendrickson. So out of those two, what uh, do you like about Hubbard a little bit more than Hendrickson, Justin? 
just, just balance. I think he's got uh, a higher tackle floor. I mean, you know, two years ago he uh, had I think probably finished the top three or four in tackles for defensive ends, uh, but not much in sacks. Last year he had a more balanced season. Uh, Hendrickson had a great season. I considered him too. I also really heavily considered Chase Young because I think, uh, you know, what we've seen these monster defensive ends take a couple of years to really get going. I know Young hit the hit the ground running his, his first year, but, it, you know, that was more of the anomaly. Like, sometimes it takes two or three years for these players to get their legs under, under them on the defensive line. So I'm expecting big things out of Young, too. Uh, so, but for me, it was balanced. I just think in this scoring, I like his tackle floor a little bit more than Hendrickson, but uh, I like both of them a lot. And John, close this out before you get into your first live pick on the show here. Yeah, no, I, I love uh, Hubbard's tackle floor too, but Hendrickson, I was not a believer in New Orleans, but after seeing last season and, you know, the increased playing time, the production kept up. Uh, so I'm a believer now. So um, yeah, just chasing a really good season. All right, now we're going to switch over to the roster view, correct, Gary? Yep. So, with taking Hendrickson, looping back around, the first pick of the third round, John, if you kind of want to walk us through what your thought process is for what you're looking at and then who you're taking here, Gary, we'll update it all on MFL and refresh our pages for us. Uh, yeah. Okay. So position wise, is it two D T do two D E or is it three? How does this work? How many do I get of each? Well, I'm glad you asked that because generally, I mean, we're only going four rounds, maybe five if we get lucky. All right. So I kind of just set the parameters that I thought might work for people that have anywhere from six to six to eight, six to nine, you know, we're going to show them a little bit at the beginning. So, I mean, considering what we've already gone and talked about in the first two rounds, you know, uh, I guess take the best value versus position stand. Okay. So, so I'm not maxed out on DEs and DTs no. is what I'm asking. No. Okay. No. Give me, give me, give me Quinn and Williams then, please. Thank you. And Defensive tackle for the Jets. Yep. Yeah. Positional scarcity. He's probably the last guy left in that, Maybe not upper tier, but possible upper tier for defensive tackle. Uh, after that, it drops off a cliff. Um, you, so. you want me to pick before you, or would you like to do your own name? Uh, I can. I I think it's logged me in as Orange Man when I tried to log in, so you might have to put that in for me. If you all right, know. all right, that's cool. Thanks, Gary. No problem. <clears throat> all right, and as Gary is entering that, and we'll get it updated here, but that is going to take us to Justin's team next and on his first team again for those of you playing along at home he has Miles Garrett and Sam Hubbard yeah so I'm doing okay on defensive ends uh obviously um so now might be a good time uh that's what oh, that's what I wanted to ask you quick Gary um uh we have to start a DT right yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. It says DT and right. DE, so I guess you're stuck at least with one. And, John, who did you take? Uh, Quentin Williams. Thank you. Yep. We good to go with that? Changes my entire draft let, strategy. Let, let, let's try it. Let's try it. Like, <laughs> really? I think we can just say that a defensive tackle is required. I think that's just that's fine. Yeah. how we draft. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. wow. The, then we'd have to do cute uh, cornerback. Ah, what'd I do? No. Anyway, I still think this just covers it. Just go, yeah. just, just go 3DL. Just do whatever you I, – I would prefer – I think you would uh, – how about, how about we call it a defensive tackle premium league? You don't have to start Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, even if we I just like call that. it defensive lineman, you can see here, I mean, with the scoring from the 2021 right. plans, Aaron Donald would still be more than worthy of that first pick compared to even what a high defensive end Trey Hendrickson right. had for points. Right. Today. I think that's so. more of what I had in mind when I opened it up that way. So I guess it's not required. I might have misquoted myself there to you earlier, Justin, when we were talking. That's all no, right. no worries. And yeah, and obviously this is just a mock. I mean, the idea is just to give our, our, our viewers an idea of but I think right. a lot of us t- took the took the, the position that we would need to start a defensive tackle, uh, which is why some of us kind of load up. I got a few defensive tackles I'm looking at that I think I can get later. So I'm going to make a little bit of a, a reach. I'm expecting a, a, a pretty solid bounce back season from Blake Martinez. So I'm going to take Blake Martinez as my mm. help here. Nice. I'm like how far actually... ahead of you? Are we, Erie? I'm picking for him right now. So you can go on with the next one. So you got Justin's pick and Ronnie's pick. You're getting in now, right? Oh, yeah. So we got Justin, you got Miles Garrett, and Hubbard, and Ronnie. You got to let me know when you put that up. You will. And I'm actually, I'm logged in right now as a commission, so I can do it for you if you want, or I can just tell you whatever is easiest. Why don't you do the drafting, please? Okay. All right. I'll do that. Um, gonna I'm going to go ahead and take Eric Kendricks here. Um, mm. Nice pick. Yeah. How's I in that too? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that you're going to get the same thing you got out of him last year. And I honestly, I, I think the Jordan Hicks edition actually helps him. Nice. All right. So I just picked for Justin, if you'd like to go in there. So you've picked for yourself or you're going to commission pick the rest of it. Right. I'm I'm doing it right now. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Or, just... Unless you're logging. Ah! <laughs> I said all that, but I uh, I got logged into the wrong league. Episode 100, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing yeah, something fun. <laughs> well oiled again. Oh well. Yeah. Definitely. Four owners <laughs> draft. What is this team? Hey folks. Yeah. Well, after this is all done, make sure you go over and check out our YouTube and, and look us up on Spotify. Um, you know, we appreciate any comments, likes and everything. Just killing a little air here. I hope everybody's enjoying themselves. And I, I really do hope everybody gets a lot out of this. This is actually our first official mock draft on getting defensive after actually 150 plus episodes originally uh hundredth on YouTube. So, uh, All right, I got it. Sorry. Perfect timing. Uh, if I can get this thing to load. I couldn't figure out which one of these teams it was. I couldn't figure out if it was Ronnie 1 or Ronnie 2. Okay, you're still on the wrong. You're on the other one. We, you need to go to copy mod. You do it, Gary. I rescind I all it. of my abilities. I got it. I got it. <laughs> the proverbial throwing the hands up. All right. <laughs> well, it it wasn't an easy. It wasn't an easy path to get here, folks. Let me tell you right now. Like I said, this was the first mock, and trying to set it up. I hope. I hope it keeps working. Let's let's roll. Let's roll. So right now, Ronnie, you're you just took who? Eric Kendricks, baby. All right. 
It was a really long process. I'd like to thank my friends and family for being here, supporting me. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of my next pick here, I have a safety and I have a linebacker. And sort of looking at it, there isn't a ton of excitement for me at really this defensive line position left. So I'm probably going to still be looking at other positions. One of the names that I'm looking at here uh, – was mentioned in the chat, Foyle Luicon. Someone had mentioned him, which I think yep. would be a nice pick. Uh, but I'm going to go with the team that he had left, and I'm going to go with Deion Jones in Atlanta. It, it kind of feels like they still have a mess on that defense there, and I think their defense is probably going to be on the field quite a bit, and he's shown himself to be a, a stud at linebacker still. So um, Great, great. If you guys actually thought that after all that happened that I remembered who Ronnie picked – you really got another thing. <laughs> Eric Kendricks. Eric Kendricks. All right, Craig, who you got? Dude, but this is how we know Eric Kendricks is going to be LB1 this year. We, I, I think it'll let me actually. There's no alcohol here, term, I swear. So. <laughs> it, I'm refreshing my page waiting for Gary to get that entered, and I, I think oh, it'll I let me draft. I know. I'm still a nervous break. But that's all right, because we can move on while I get that entered. James, you're up next with your team. And if we're talking about uh, reference, because uh, we don't have it pulled up here, you have Wagner and Watt on that team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a team where I've kind of taken two linebackers who fell to me. Uh, my typical strategy in most leagues is to, to do exactly what the majority of this league is doing, which is take those elite players while the maybe not so educated go after the linebacker 12 and 13 at this point. Well, I can go grab an elite player at a positionally scarce position. But, you know, this is a league of, league of experts. So I'm going to do what, you know, normally I don't do. And I'm going to take a linebacker here. I'm going to go with my guy, Logan Wilson. Uh, it's another put my money where my mouth is, even in this not for cash mock draft, and, and say that I think Logan Wilson is going to really step up and shine this year. I did have my eye on Deion Jones and was very excited to select him, but Craig went and sniped him, as he should, because I don't think Deion should slip this far. But Logan Wilson is an excellent consolation prize. Uh, I think he's going to anchor that defense that is still going to be mediocre uh, in a defense full of strong offenses that's going to have a lot of good, short, nice passes with a lot of great tackles headed Logan Wilson's way, plus uh, I'd probably expect an increase in turnovers and big plays from him. Really, really love what he's doing, and yes, I'm now going to have three linebackers and nothing else filled in, but so be it. Uh, I will take what I can get and have my three studs. Gary, that brings you up. All right, so I think I got everybody picked. Somebody watching this draft is making sure that the picks are going all right, please. Yeah, you look good. Oh, thank you. Uh, you have both. Oh, you meant on the draft. I appreciate yeah. that. You're good in real life <laughs> and on the yes, computer and yeah, on the draft. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time has not treated me kind. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my pick, and I'm looking at uh, Boza Mosley on this one. So I'm probably just, it's just, I'm going to go through the process of looking at the defensive end. Here real quick. Uh, so we still got. See, they really took a lot of guys off the board. You know, I mean, they they, they took what three guys off the board as defensive end plays in these kind of leagues. 
Crosby, Boza. Probably even more than that. I mean, if Hunter, Crosby, yeah. Wink, probably took well, I'm talking those, those back of the top yeah, you know, few. We, I believe we lost Harold Landry. We lost Josh Allen. We lost Daniel Hunter. You know, we've lost a, a good amount of guys. And that depth, that defensive, that line is, is really not there. So it, it's kind of, uh, you know, the, the thing I always harp in these, and since it's the 100th episode, I'll harp on it one more time. Know your league settings. You know, knowing these settings is a massive difference maker. We've already seen it come up twice, and those are kind of post-haste with that Devondre Campbell and Jamal Adams switch picks. But again, you got to know what's going on. There are some uh, elite defensive end edge guys who are a linebacker only in this league, and their stocks plummet. So know that and adjust accordingly. Uh, 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 man, we just I, I got to start being put up here, Gary. I'm sorry, it's my pick, right? Yeah, the playing you off music is going to come on like the Oscars. And <laughs> I am taking foyer. I'm just going to go ahead and match up here. I I, I didn't see anybody at, at, off the edge that I was willing to go for, so I went ahead and I added a foyer Okaloon. All right, that brings us up to John's second team. Okie dokie. Okay, so this is the one where I already got the anchor linebacker. The defensive tackles are all gone, but I'll pair a second defensive end here. Give me Demarcus Lawrence, please. Ah, curses to you. A thousand years of curses to you. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, Justin up next here. Yes, I'm giving some cursing. From Gavin Fragon. All right. That was the guy I was waiting on. Stick <laughs> him in. Whatever. Now let me drag the whole podcast down while I. Oh, hey, while, I'm while, take... while we're killing time, let me ask you guys who's out of all the all the leagues you play in, all the different sites, whose ADP do you like the most? ADP? Who supplies it, especially this time of season? Oh, you like site ADP. Our rankings, yeah, like MFLs. You know, I'm just saying what they do give you while you're sitting there. I'm not saying you're necessarily using their ADPs, folks. I'm just asking the guys what they think about, you know, because there's only so much quality. You've got so many people creating these ADPs. We've talked about this in the past. So you can't, you know, go buy the Bible with that. So especially on MFL because they're more dynasty-oriented. Right. So, yeah, yeah. MFLs is messed up because of the rookies. Sleepers is hot garbage, steaming hot garbage. Um, so too much I, casual I, stuff on sleeper. Yeah, I usually just use my brain box. Seriously. Yeah, I think my favorite ADP is the worst one, whatever one that may be, because I can let my league mates make bad decisions based off that ADP. Yeah. So I use my own created ADP and tiers and you know my curated group that I trust and and know what's paying attention to outperform my league mates. So if you're really using your ADP for anything other than a general barometer of the top, top guys, you probably are a step behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, doing the um, uh, Scott Fishbowl League uh, really changed my entire philosophy about ADP. You, you know, you, you do enough of those and you'll be in like the third round and and then they post what somebody else is doing at the exact same time in all, in all these other leagues is happening simultaneously. And the spread of Josh Allen, the quarterback and, you know, uh, um, 
a Derrick Henry. I mean, it could be three or four rounds. And, you know, and so just as, as like, you know what? I'm not going to even, I'm going to, I'm going to stop paying attention to ADP because it really is irrelevant. And we yeah. all know that, you know, you get in drafts, like, all right, cool. Right. Well, it looks like Antonio Brown's probably going to go in the third round or whatever. And then some guy in right. the league takes them the third pick overall. He's like, oh, <laughs> I yeah, actually, research this, that fucking, I don't know that. about you guys, but I kind of, I kind of, especially if you're playing in a new group of people that you don't know or something, but I kind of, I kind of use that ADP because I'm looking down that ADP and I'm like, Damn, you mean I can get that dude in two rounds from now? You know, so you can kind of plan on that, that that's a possibility. Or even if you take a round earlier, you know, sometimes some of that works out. But otherwise, I yeah, it's, it, it's hard. And IDP, ADP, it's just, it's, it's really tough mm. to find. Well, actually, yeah, I guess, John, and the IDP guys, uh, you guys still supplying a lot of that? Yeah, it's still based off of live mock drafts every month. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff, man. To right. uh, steer this puppy back on track, I'm going to go with Leonard Williams for my uh, defense. Ah. This is uh, this is the 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 team where I lost to Neil Hunter um, and uh, ended up going with Devontae Campbell. So after a little, I have a little ground to make up for defensive hands. So I'm going to grab Williams here. Yeah, that's nice. And that brings up uh, Ronnie, your second team here. I, I did you? I already pre-drafted it, Gary. I'm, I'm working my way back in your oh. favor over here, baby. Hey, <laughs> all right. Uh, Keep it interesting, man. Keep it interesting. Um, I got. Uh, I took Jonathan Allen. Everyone was talking about the ability yeah. for DTs to pop, um, and you Sorry know whether about the this flashes. Is- whether this is defensive tackle required or not, Jonathan Allen was a top seven, top eight defensive lineman last year. And um, I, I think he can repeat that. They just paid him $72 million. I mean, he's going to play. He's going to play a lot. He's going to keep putting up stats. And he's got enough feeders on his team around him to keep teams from isolating him and uh, and blocking. So give me Jonathan One Allen all day. One of the things that's that's held Jonathan Allen back and Deron Payne a little bit is that they've been in a heavy rotation with Matt Ioannidis. But Matt Ioannidis isn't there anymore. He's in in Carolina. So that really does open up snaps for both those guys, and I like Allen a little bit more than Payne. So that's a great pick. So, Ronnie, does that mean that you're in there taking on these picks now? No, you would, you would need to enter Justin's pick and then Ronnie's pick pre-drafted, so his okay, would automatically enter. All right. Well, I tried to do that. and it... Oh, yeah. Sean Teague's in the comments right now. He brought up Jonathan Allen like six picks ago, and I got on there on my account and told him to be quiet. So, you know, keep your mouth shut, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're looking for Leonard Williams. Thank you for joining us, Sean, and uh, giving some picks away there. Hopefully, you'll get someone more sniped. It's more fun to the check and snipe along with the live draft. All right. Well, that will bring. They have him listed. Where's Leonard Williams at? It's the end. Probably just type in Leonard and he'll show up. Yeah, I got it now. Yeah, Sean, I probably had it sorted wrong. Probably by their ADP. <clears throat> anyway, uh, right. speaking of another guy that I had been paying attention to because my name is up here and I had uh, tried to pick him before too and was told by Gary that uh, Goofy MFL had him as a linebacker as well was Joey Bosa, who, mm. uh, yeah, that's a 
a great designation for him in leagues, so I'm not going to be taking him there, but I'm going to go the opposite way. Uh, I dug down the list a little bit, and for redraft only, uh, I still think Von Miller in Buffalo is going to be great as a defensive end, which he's listed in here as, so he's going to be my pick at 310, and that is I'm adding him to the team. Uh, what did I have there? Micah Parsons and Derwin James. So you will need to enter that one, Gary. That'd be Von Miller. All right. James at 311. And his team has Roquan and Minka. Yeah, so there's uh, been a nice big run of those uh, defensive linemen along with defensive tackles. And we're kind of really coming to the back end, at least in my rankings, of people who have a lot of viability. Uh, I understand that runs happen, but I feel like these guys are all getting taken a little bit too early, and I'm just having people fall to me. And case in point, uh, my pick here, Buda Baker. I understand that we love our edge rushers, and they get big plays, and they have that high variance, but give me a guy who I just think is going to be beyond solid. I know he struggled last year along with a lot of other big-name defensive backs, but pairing him up with Minka Fitzpatrick means I don't have to play the waiver wire when it comes to any sort of positional matchups on a week-to-week basis. And if we want to really dig deep, uh, all of us here are going to play those matchups. Uh, we're not going to have a league where we have three or four guys who are just sitting and quitting on some DBs that just aren't very good. So it's going to get deep quick there, and I'd like to, to fill my roster just like a lot of people are on the defensive end side of the ball and just get my good guys in early. So let me set those guys and forget them. Set it and forget it. Ronco with uh, what was that thing that he had, the rotisserie grill. I don't know if you guys remember that commercial. Yeah. yeah about, sure. uh, all the infomercials from years ago. So <laughs> sorry about that. But Gary's up twice now here at the end of the third and the start of the fourth. So we are actually getting through it here. And that team, I believe, has DeForest Buckner and uh, Jeffrey Simmons, who Twitter would probably call Hero DT or something like that because they have to come up with a fancy name for everything. <laughs> right at this point, we're going to check and see on any high quality linebackers. <clears throat> Take another DT, uh, Gary. Come on, only DT. No, you can do it. If anybody can win in a league with 18 DTs, it's you, Gary. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I'd, I'd love to see that. <laughs> Gary, you should get one of those uh, fantasy cares eliminators as a defensive tackle only league or something like that. I, I would, I would, I would play in that seriously. <laughs> I would too. I totally would. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna. I'm down. I want to take my chances here and go with Holcomb, a linebacker. Okay. Yeah. And Gary's All right. Off some coal, and then uh, you got another pick here. All right, let me. I did not plan on that, so let me refresh this here real quick. We'd be waiting for Gary on a live clock for a long time, not realizing. Oh, hey, man, they like I know why. I got got to find look, and then I blow my screen up trying to get back in here. Ah, you guys are lucky I haven't crashed and burned yet. So it sounds yeah, like a I'm just scaring all over the road, folks. Just hang yeah, in there. Are you thinking of another linebacker here for yourself, or are you going to look elsewhere? Um, yeah, I think I will. I think I will. We're just going to go straight to, to blow James's mind. I, 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 what I'm going to do is I'm first going to look at the um, um, 
defensive tackles. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look at the safeties here real quick and see what we got going on. So well, hey, we got McKinney, Jalen Thompson. Nah, I better get a linebacker. They're gonna get even scarcer, aren't they? So Gary, while you're pondering that, I'm gonna go to James and say, James, what are you hoping he doesn't do here? Like what what position do you not want him to take? If you're on the clock, just sitting there refreshing your phone, thinking, all right, don't take this player, don't take this player. You don't have to tell us the name. But, you know, like, is there something when you're looking at his team, you're like, all right, don't take a defensive lineman because you got two and I want one? Or how are you thinking through that? Yeah, you know, uh, that's a great question. And typically with these, you know, last three picks of a round and you're not the final guy, you really want to pay attention to that person's roster. For instance, I've already thought this through with Gary's roster. I've seen he's got two defensive tackles. So I'd say it's unlikely relative to the other positions that he's going to go with another defensive lineman. So there are two guys in my queue who I'm considering taking at pick 38, and both those guys are defensive linemen. So Gary could go that way, and, you know, I get sniped, and and so be it. But generally speaking, if the guy's got two in one position filled out and he's blank everywhere else, you're safer to go with uh, whoever you want at a different position first. In this case, I went with Buda Baker, who Gary may have selected here relative to that defensive lineman who I think is just a lower probability. It's a very small thing. It's a lot of speculation. You don't really know, and especially in a week full of six quote-unquote experts, you can do a lot of crazy things. Mm -hmm. But I would like to venture a guess that Gary is not going defensive end or defensive tackle here. And he did not. No, I'm going to go ahead and go with the linebacker there. I'm hoping for a higher ceiling out of Simmons than what most people would think. And that brings us up to James. So he didn't take your pick. Yeah, and so uh, I'm going to likely select that uh, defensive end. I do kind of want to go another linebacker here. Uh, I just kind of want to talk out my thought process quickly, which is I don't like filling in a roster spot early and often and have my three linebackers filled and not let someone who slips later in the draft be a relatively easy pick for me. I know we're going to only probably go four, maybe five rounds, but likely four here. That said, I got to go and address a position which I haven't drafted on either of my teams, which is that defensive line. Uh, We are going with one defensive tackle, at least in my mind, and most of those guys have been selected. So it's relatively prudent of me to just sit and wait there. And if I have someone sniped, so be it. So I'm going to go with a pass rusher and someone who I think is likely to take a step forward, and that'd be Gregory Rousseau. Hoping for the best here, definitely can receive the worst. Uh, it's a high variance pick, but at the top of the fourth round, it's something I'm willing to do, especially given what I think are three extremely solid and not very volatile performers at my three linebacker positions ahead of me. And we'll, we'll go over these, uh, rosters after we're done there. We're right. I, I got a roll going. Let's keep going guys. Good stuff. I hope everybody, if you got any questions, uh, hopefully Ronnie's still watching that chat for us. He's got his next pick already pre-selected here. So uh, I think he's all ready to go here. I'm locked see. in, baby. I'm here to win the Millie. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to end up sniping him. This is a team that I just took Von Miller to add with uh, Mike Parsons and Derwin right. James. And kind of to uh, James's point, I'm looking at uh, what we have as far as depth at positions. And there's still some guys at uh, safety that I like for another defensive back. Uh, I'm going to go with Jeremy Chin for – uh, defensive mm. back, and I really uh, do not like what the Panthers have done at linebacker, so I think he's still going to have an opportunity to get some of those tackles 
you know, sort of playing that hybrid role going forward. So he's going to be my pick here. I'm kicking myself in the ass now, man. That's a great pick. I wish I, I would have. Because the simple fact is they've gotten Xavier Woods. He's a, he, he, he's a he's more of a free safety than he is in a box guy. So I think it's uh, hopefully that that's what they're doing. They're going to bring him up here, put a play Chim back in the box like they did his rookie season. And you will have to enter that for me, Gary. I'm not connected on that account. All right. And then we get the the surprise. So, Ronnie, who did you have queued up here ready to go? This probably will be a surprise to some people watching. Um, he's a breakout candidate for me big time. And there's a few other guys that I think might have a higher ceiling as breakouts that didn't do a lot last year. I don't think they'll get taken today, though. Um, but I got David Long, Tennessee. Um, I, I don't know what else I should say about him other than watch his tape. And I, uh, I also – think that he's got that it's going to be i believe the weak side linebacker role lockdown y'all correct me if that's wrong i think they got um he's on the right of zach Who's this? It's, it's late at Who? night david long uh they're, they're, the linebacker. don't give him that cornerback area i mean i mean if you took david long he's i can't say it's a terrible pick fellas what do you think i mean realistically he's i mean he's in this the is money. earlier than i would expect him to go in an idp draft yeah maybe i don't know what do you think guys i don't i'm not really sure i'm i'm a long fan so it's kind of tough for me uh i'd say it's not time yet it's not that i dislike the pick and rostering him but the, there are some other linebackers who are still currently available who, especially in a redraft, I just want ahead of Long, plain and simple. I like Long, but I, I'm not ready to go yet. But, you know, it is a mock, and it's uh, time to, you know, go get your guy, and I certainly just did that with Rousseau. So I can't blame you for going with Long here. I don't think it's egregious and terrible, but it's not my pick. Well, certainly. And the last thing I'd add is, Perrin, that team already had 2D linemen, and with Devin White, um, I don't know. I, I like his upside a lot this year, and I think he's going to expound upon what he did last year in a big way. Wouldn't surprise me to see him have like a 30% point uptick this season. As long as he's getting 80, 80% of the stamps, he's going to have a lot of production. for If he's one of the starters, like he should be, in my mm -hmm. opinion, um, uh, There's they haven't done anything with the defensive line directly in front of him. I think he'll be busy. We're going to keep moving on here, um, and I just want to put out a plug here. You know, we talked about ADP. You don't always want to necessarily look at projections either um, on sites like this or any other site. It can, you know, skew a lot of things with how they have a player projected to perform and see snaps. Case in point, if you're looking at the projection-wise on here, the top linebackers available, number two right now is Kenneth Murray of the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> who uh, I think a lot of us probably don't expect to uh, be you know, actually showing up and uh, blowing up for a team this year. It's entirely possible as a former first-round pick, but I think I've heard most of the guys on stream here uh, talk about how they really don't expect that out of him. So, again, know your site and know how it operates before you go ahead and just go off of rankings or ADP. Uh, but, Justin, you are up next here, and I believe this is your team with Cameron Hayward and Devondre Campbell. Um, is and, it that one? Because uh, uh, that was one of my questions. Is it the one with Devondre Campbell? Yeah, Leonard Williams, Cameron Hayward, Devondre Campbell. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that Gary has up there. 
Uh, and sorry, I don't know this, fellas. Uh, I know we, we're, ha- we, we're having three defensive linemen on the roster, but we're not, the idea that we're not starting all three of them, in other words, I already have two starting, like I, I don't need three starting defensive linemen, or uh, what's, our, what's our thinking here? Now that we're getting into the little bit later rounds, we're trying to see how deep I need to go before. Well, I mean, it kind of works both what ways. We, we can say you get two starters and you get one backup, but the simple matter is whoever you're picking is a backup. If we were starting three DL, then you'd be using that backup. So however you would like to look at it. Uh, okay. Uh, you tell us. Yeah. No, I'm going to go um, – because right now at linebackers, this is, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, you know, we, um, uh, I think Johnny, you were talking about, you know, the, the whole like uh, anchor linebacker thing, right? There's just some no doubters like at linebacker, like Fred Warner and guys like that. You're just like, cool, I can plug him in and I'm cool. But now, you know, you know, we we were just talking about David Long. Like, you know, it, I'm looking at the at the available linebackers and. You know, there definitely are some are, are plenty of linebackers left, but there are not necessarily a whole lot of linebackers that are like, oh, cool, he's just I can just plug and play him. There's a lot of question marks about a lot of these guys that, that are left. I mean, um, well, I won't mention any, uh, I won't get too much into it because uh, everybody else is thinking. But um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Denzel Perryman here at the Raiders. That seemed to be a a, a good fit for him last year. I don't know how many. How 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 many more uh, seasons those legs have in him? But they, they he certainly uh, balled out for him last year, and I, I uh, I'm going to assume that I don't need more than two defensive linemen to start. So um, I'm going to run out of linebackers I like very soon if I don't go ahead and grab somebody else, and I'm going to grab Perryman. Who? Denzel, Denzel Perryman. Perryman. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. You hit the nail on the head there, Justin. That was, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you had the same process that I had with the David Long pick where you're looking at a team that is filled out kind of at the D-line, and then we've got kind of the back end of that second tier of linebackers, and it's a whole bunch of dudes that have low floors and high ceilings, and you don't know what you're going to get. So get the consistent guys, or at least the guys with proven production in there, which I didn't do with David Long. (laughs) All right. Well, listen. There's one thing I've learned: is the number of times it's like you you have to go get your guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to play with your guy, get your guy, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But the worst thing is if somebody else takes David Long because you thought you could you could hang around and get him, and then he does blow up, and you're thinking, I should have got my guy. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's when they blow up. Right. Right. Of course. Right. And I, you know, I don't know about you guys, but like, like on Twitter or something, you know, you hit up in a DM and some people just want to talk it out and get your opinion. So they'll run down some scenarios. So you kind of give them some answers and then to come back and kind of tell you why you're wrong. You ever have that happen? So, and it's really like, okay, wait a minute. Use your gut. You just asked me your opinion, right? Just use your gut. I mean, that's realistically, well, you know, I, I don't think there's a wrong way of saying it. It's just, it's just kind of weird, kind of weird. So, apologies again. I'm waking up. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going with your gut, are you taking Alex Anzalone coming up here? Is that what you're? Uh... Oh boy. <laughs> no, sounds like not. All right, John, you're up next here. On, um, next... Yeah. I'm just going to go variety is the spice of life here. So I already got two defensive linemen. They're pretty, pretty good. I got my anchor linebacker. I'll grab a safety. I'll go Jordan Poyer, please. Love it. 
and thank you. He's still a favorite of mine. I love yeah. that story from being picked late and being dropped by Philly and all that sort of stuff, and then just being picked by McDermott and said, you're my guy, and um, boy, has he ever been. Yeah, salad. Gary, you get to pick now. I know we went over who you're not taking, but who are you looking at taking? Uh, at this point, <clears throat> probably going to go back in here and glance at the defensive lineman again and see what's going on. Um, I just, I'm not really too concerned about the quarterbacks or the defensive backs anymore. I mean, we've, we've got a, a whitewash of defensive backs anymore with so many, so many nickel and, and, you know, the pass coverage schemes that they use. So, um, Make sure that I'm on mine. I think I'm going to go Quinn. If he's still sitting there, I was I was tempted to do that before. I mean, he really showed something last year, right? I mean, the guy went off. So uh, I I understand, you know, Max gone. I, I think he's still a good play here. Yeah, 18 yeah. and a half sacks for a waiver guy for most people last year. Yeah. See, so. to see if he remains on that team for the whole year if they end up shipping him off to a contender too with that production because he doesn't really fit with how they're seemingly in a perpetual state of rebuild in Chicago right now. Yeah. All right, James, you are up after Gary, and your team is the Wagner Watt Wilson. So are you going to pick another W last name to fill out? Yes, please. <laughs> I was strongly considering it just for post <laughs> However, I will have to digress. Uh, Gary did snipe my number one guy on my board here, which was Robert Quinn, uh, who is a very unsexy, not so nice looking pick, but also has been very good and is going to continue to get plenty of opportunity. So I would love to have had him. That said, he's no longer there. So I will go with the next guy on my board, which would be Jonathan Abram. Uh, fill out my safety position here after I've gotten my three linebackers. Uh, there were a few defensive linemen who I wanted slightly less than Quinn, who may have gone ahead of Abram. But frankly, him and a few other DBs are still at the top of my top tier there. So give me Abram. I think I can probably afford to find somebody else uh, at that defensive line or defensive tackle position. Uh, later in the draft because you guys have really filled yours out. So I don't really have to reach there anymore because everyone else already is more or less filled compared to your general draft. So I'll very happily take Jonathan Abram as my number one safety. And that is going to bring up the first team that I was drafting with here. That is the Dan Jones, Darius Leonard, Jamal Adams team. And I had been looking at linebackers because there's still a lot of guys that I like left at linebacker here, but that's probably not the smartest thing to do. I certainly could just, you know, put a strength on top of a strength. Um, but I'm not going to do that. I am going to take a chance with uh, the current news. If you've been paying attention, we didn't really cover it at the start of the show because of our content here, but I'm going to go with Jesse Bates, who may or may not end up playing mm. for Cincinnati. Um, I really like him, although it sounds like he's in sort of a standoff and that he won't play under the franchise tag that he said. And, you know, the Bengals just took a sort of quarterback, defensive back, 
safety hybrid that can play all over the field there at the start of the draft. And they really intend on beefing up that secondary too. So um, I still really like Jesse Bates, but if he goes to a different team, you know, I can't imagine him falling off a cliff, but it would be interesting to see, you know, who's around him and how that would play out. So it's a little bit of a risk, but one that I'm willing to take there with the talent. I like it. Ronnie, or Ronnie did you um, pre-select? I did. And this is going to be a, a really scratchy one, but I'll give you some context here. So I'm looking at this right team, I'm looking at these linebackers, and there's like seven or eight guys that I kind of like, yeah, they're all the same. Looking at all these safeties going and all the difference makers, I actually thought Jamal Adams was still sitting there, and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Um, they're all kind of like, at this point, I, I'd almost rather just punt safety and go pick up a rookie cornerback and just play that game. Um so I'm going with a guy that didn't play last year, but was a preseason breakout in 2021 by pretty much everyone. And I think is in a really good situation. It sounds like he's doing well health wise. And it's Carl Lawson at defensive end. Um, I, I think that this is a guy that you probably won't see going in the top three or four rounds of uh, drafts. And this would be what if this was regular like redraft this is probably we're in what round like eight nine right now somewhere yeah. around there around ten yeah. Yeah. yeah um but i took a look through these defensive linemen that were still there and in terms of like pure upside sack upside and a guy that is probably going to be on the field a decent amount considering that i do think the jets offense takes a step forward and i i mean being on the field a lot in passing situations uh I'll pull the trigger on him. Spicy. It is it, a spicy pick, though. It is a spicy pick. Would anyone consider Aiden Hutchinson over that? Because I would. I was thinking about that. I just know that Gary would get really mad if I started taking rookies here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. I would have loved it if you took a rookie here. That's <laughs> um, I'm going to be disappointed I mean, if we get through the 100th episode and we don't make Gary mad at some point. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. right, right. Exactly. You need to talk. Somebody find a way to draft a quarterback or something. Right. Here at the end. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk offense. I appreciate offense. you guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, I mean, realistically, as far as, uh, I mean, I, to let everybody know some context, I, I think Ronnie is a lot more dynasty minded than I would ever think as a redraft guy. I mean, he's a specialist when it comes to the dynasty. So, yeah, it, Lawson wouldn't have been a guy that I would have probably reached for here. And I probably would have thought about something about Hutchison because, uh, I mean, it's just that Lawson's track record, you know, it, it's it, he, he's not been healthy. He, 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 he got he all kinds of QB. It. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just he hasn't done anything. He's got a lot of QB. What he teased people with at Cincinnati was he was getting a bunch of QB pressures or whatever. He was getting to them, but he wasn't getting the sacks, and he wasn't necessarily getting a bunch of tackles either. So hopefully he can turn it around. Oh, you know what, hopefully and there's he, a there's a guy on the board that I didn't even see that I would do, We can revert anyway. this. Would you like to do that? Don't you dare take him. Oh, we were doing it now. Just, just I don't know if it's who is it a defensive him. line. Tell me if it's a defensive lineman because if it is, I'll just keep Lawson. I'm just kidding. You can take him. It is a defensive lineman, and I don't need him. But I can't. He can't just be sitting out it's here. Too late. Right? I revert the draft when, when 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 my pick comes around, even though I don't need him. So please, please, yeah. 
Well, now I have the pressure. What if I pick the wrong guy? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take your date. I'm just kidding. What Um, pick is this? Second round what? What what was that Well, actually, can we – let me just – I already took forever on one of my other picks, so I'm just going to keep playing that game. I don't know if I actually want to pivot to this guy because I've got Cameron Jordan already. I was looking at Marcus Davenport. Um, oh, he was he was my second guy, but he's not the oh, guy. Yeah, that, Marcus yeah. Davenport. Yeah. My only issue with Marcus Davenport is, man, I don't know what it is. He cannot stay on the field, but yeah. he's such a badass when he plays. Right, at least he's shown that. So well, and there's a few defensive tackles, whatever. Just switch me over to Marcus Davenport, and I'll roll with uh, two Saints. Well, you, can, you can go in there and unload and load roster. All right, too. I'll do it myself. Yeah, yeah, Thank that's you. fine. Yep, appreciate it. I would have taken him what? in a heartbeat if I had even seen him there. Was it Montez yeah. Sweat, Justin? Nope. Whoa. Not for me. Uh, I'm I'm curious. I got one more. Well, let's yeah. see. Let's see if we uh, if if he can fall to me. And now, listen, I think I like Darryl this Taylor. guy a lot more than <laughs> I like this guy a lot more than than most people. But I I think he's a he's a very boring pick that that uh, really puts up numbers. So. Well, you're up next. So I mean, we're all guessing names. Taco Charlton. I mean, anyone else want to throw the name here? <laughs> oh, we had it on Justin's right. Yeah, on me next mm-hmm. after Ronnie. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't actually revert. I was just trying to get him to make a decision. Uh, the the dude had 89 tackles last year uh, and played a ton of snaps uh, and had 10 uh, tackles for loss. I will take every one of those. He had 13 quarterback hits, and that's Christian Wilkins. That's the other guy I was looking at. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. And I don't even need him. I just, he's sitting out there thinking, like, in this balance scoring, uh, I think he got very unlucky with his uh, sacks. I, th- I think his peripherals show he probably should have had more sacks, but I'll take all of those. Uh, he just sits in that, in the middle of that defense and, and racks up tackles. So, um, mm-hmm. I, and yeah, so for me, I was like, he's one of the, I, uh, I really do like Sweat as well. I just, uh, I think that. Um, the the again high floor in terms of snap counts and all that I'm I'm super uh, uh, high on uh, Wilkins for that. He's a he's a goal line back too. He scored a touchdown last year. See you see I can get three or four touchdowns out of this dude. <laughs> Never. <laughs> well, Gary, I don't know that we're going to get through five rounds here tonight. Oh, that's all right. Though. I think we've but done. A, a, we have some, one pick left here. Yeah. Uh, John ending us out at 412. Yeah, I need a linebacker, and I would probably flip a coin, or or it's a personal preference thing. If you want safe, it's Levante David. If you want risky with a higher ceiling, it's Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. That was, yeah. I was looking at him and Nick Bolton when I was looking at linebackers. Yep. Oh, I don't, trust, lie, I don't trust I don't trust Casey. I him with David Long there, but that would yeah. be too hot. So, what we got? He went uh, no. Yeah, I'll go JOK. Yeah. Okay. Okay, with JOK. God, that guy's name is so long. Sure is. Gary, can you it's say it's, it's fun to him? work with on sheet on Google Sheets, ain't it, guys? That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> it, it, it isn't a show if we don't have Gary Butcher one name. I mean, <laughs> all right, Gary. Let, let, let's hear. Let's let's hear your pronunciation of his name. Who's JOK? JOK. JOK. No, come on. Come on. It's the 100th episode, man. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Oh, let me. We already got him on the Felice de Luacon one. Oh, Owasu Karamala Jeremiah. 
<laughs> All right. What's the bullfrog? Was I even close? Yeah, pretty close. Okay. Hey. We, we would know who you were talking about. So, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> All right. So looking over the teams here, we, we we can see what John's got had going on. He just basically was scarfing up the the first part of the most valuable position, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Um, so if, if this were my real team, I would just pay attention starting like week two, scoop up those warm body waiver wire linebackers. Safeties are easy enough to find. We got to figure that we would go on and have a fifth, sixth, seventh, yeah. eighth round. So, I mean, right. it, but at this point, this would be a, a starting start off jumping point for somebody. Uh, just a lot of it is more positional value. I think, I mean, you've got, good players filling in the spots, but I think that uh, uh, a lot of us, some of us went for those higher value um, less. There's less of them. There's, there's less of these, especially defensive tackles. I think. Anyways, my rattling on John, did I take, did I take your, am I close? No. Yeah. Beautiful. Justin, would you say the same? Yeah, I mean, it just, I think it just so happened uh, that John and I had basically the same strategy, which is, uh, you know, get these premium defensive linemen, but make sure we have a, you know, like an anchor linebacker. And then once things started to go the other way, I realized, all right, I guess I'm, I didn't know for sure if I was going to do that, but I, I'm clearly punting on defensive back. Yeah. How you feel? I, I like that first pick there. Um, uh, it was a little bit of a reach maybe for Brooks to some, but I, I like his ceiling, Ronnie. Yeah, I don't think people are going to think that's a reach at the end of the year when he's a top three linebacker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the format that the scoring came from, he was top. I'm pretty sure he was top three. Well, he was. I think he was 12 or 11 last year in the scoring that I usually play with. But mm -hmm. I mean, if you like dynasty discussion wise, dude named Wagner, right? He, yeah, he was next to a guy named Wagner. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he like his entire prospect profile was absorbing tackles yeah. and being really fast going sideline to sideline. And uh, yeah. so yeah. like, and now he's going to be and, the worst it, offense in the league. So I'll take it. Yeah, as far as I, as far as I know, they didn't improve that defensive line still. And what we're looking at Cody Barton right now, starting next to him. I he's think. a good sleeper in IDP this Maybe. year, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, Cody Martin. Yep. Mm -hmm. he, he's on a few lists. Oops. Let's see here. Well, that was fancy. Deion Jones. I did That's not know good. I could do that. Yeah. Good old Jones. What do you think, John? I mean, you've put a lot of miles in on Deion Jones a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Love that guy. Okay. So, Craig. Craigers. I sort of zigged when other people's aid just yep. went heavy on the defensive line. Like, well, Got a couple stud linebackers, and I think if he plays, certainly uh, safeties. So, yeah, you got the higher end. Yeah, I mean, there's ceilings. So, uh, it, and I've done that too. I have exactly had my my draft could have been the opposite. I could have, and and all I think you got to do is just learn how to. You got to you got to stream your DLs. You shoot for the ceilings on your tackle based guys, and and just you grab some scraps at the end with the defensive line. But the only thing is, is this is early. There's still a few really good defensive linemen out there. So don't get me wrong. Where this is only the fourth. Yeah, this is only the fourth. So, you know, uh, it depends on how, how deep your format is. 
Let's see, James. We got the W's. You broke it. Oh, that's what yeah. I was spell. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's almost four W's, but uh, I'll <laughs> definitely take this team. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as Craig, where I went uh, a little bit linebacker heavy, and I zagged while everyone else was zigging. Uh, I also really tend to like what Craig did in this draft uh, along with mine. Uh, I think in general, I feel like those uh, defensive tackles and defensive ends uh, went a little bit too high. I know we didn't definitively define exactly how many are starting and who's starting and where. But overall, I just think that the, the linebackers showed a lot of value because a lot of us know that there's a lot of deep value at linebackers and you can wait. Uh, but I'd rather just wait at defensive end, defensive tackle while you guys fill up your roster, and I can just wait and wait and wait and take them later. Yeah. I like that Watt sitting there, man. That's always nice and shiny. That's what we was talking about. He's actually an interesting folks, man. I, I, that's one thing I wish NFL had for us was an interesting position. So Yeah, but but ch- check out the score. He, you know, he, he ended up outscoring Bobby Wagner as a linebacker. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know? Yes, sir. So he's, I, he, he is that valuable. Yep. Yes, he is. All right. When it comes to mind on this one, um, you know, uh, I think I pretty well summed it up earlier. Uh, I value the defensive line. So I went Bozer first, but after that, I didn't really see much and figured I could go grab somebody like Quinn a couple of picks later, and which I did. So I went to with two guys that I'm hoping for high volume tackles from. And then we have uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Tell me about that, man. Let's discuss that. Yeah, I mean, that's a great DE, too, on any team. I'm happy with that. Brian Burns is my uh, best DE. Uh, Fred Warner is my anchor linebacker. And just for the sake of variety, I went and grabbed the top five safety also. Yeah. Lawrence has got that tier one and all, you know, well, top five guy all written all over him. I mean, he just didn't have a, but the last two seasons he's been hurt or last season he was hurt. Yeah. He gets dinged up sometimes, but when he plays, he's, you know, he's, he's, he could, he could, he's the type of guy that could have one play strip sack fumble, you know, you're set for the whole game right there. And going for that type of guy, that's your ceiling. That's what's going to win as long as, you know, he, he gets his job done and you would have, you would probably looked for a really solid backup plan. If that was maybe your, you know, if we was continuing to draft, you, you might look at another defensive line DE again here soon, just to see, I don't know. Would you have done that? Oh yeah, definitely. Just to, just to back him up. Yep. Got to have that depth. Yep. No. Got a little Poyer. He's a standard. We, it, it's scary. When's Poyer going to fade, you know? When does that happen? Never. Well, what do you think, Justin? Like that team? Like that core? Yeah, uh, I I do. Um, uh, You know, just basically this is a little bit more balanced than than my other was, but uh, I've got two linebackers that should be, should play a ton. I feel like I'm not, I'm, I'm four rounds in and I'm not at all concerned about any of those guys. Now, one thing I will say about the team that I'd be thinking about as the later rounds go on, if this were a real draft, is Hayward's getting up there in age. Perriman's getting up there in age. Uh, Devondre Campbell is, is is still young, but I definitely don't have a bunch of spring chickens on this team. So I, I, I'm looking a little bit at age concern that I could have some injury issues or whatever down the road. But but as it sits right now, I'm really happy with this team. Cool, cool. And Ronnie, you're sitting as your your second team there. 
Yeah, and I uh, was having some fun in the chat here with uh, Sean. I don't know if that's Jeff, Jeff Teague's dad, but I'm a basketball guy, and I I am familiar with the name Sean Teague, so I looked it up, but it's, I, I don't know if that is Jeff Teague's dad. You know, tell him I said yeah. um, but uh <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I uh, you know, the only thing with this team, because I, like, the David Long thing, I know that people are, uh, you know, that was a little early, but I actually, with the way the rest of this board played out, totally fine with that i mean looking right. at the other linebackers Perriman's one guy that like i could see you know outscoring long this year but i think long has a less less injury uh, concerns and um yeah I, I plan on getting some long shares of my own this year um i'm just debating i just wish i could i wish we could say for sure that he was 100 and i died my my internet died there for a second there's oh. a rookie that I know that you're going to hate if I bring this guy up that I would have taken after this in round five because I don't have safeties on any of these teams, and that's Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's going to be a great I, – I think he's going to produce well this year. What do you guys think? I think yeah. he'll produce well, but round five, top 60 pick, I, I don't think he's going to produce that well. That's kind of more his ceiling. Uh, but I'm, you know, a baby. Let's do a water bet. I like to, to hate on those rookies. Yeah. We can do a water bet later in the offseason. Yeah, there you Kyle go. Hamilton finishing, like, top 15 safeties or not. And, Craig, I'm going to hand it back over to you here in a second. Uh, I Apologies for running things over, but what do you think? Man, I don't mean, scary. I, how Parsons go that far? How did, how did he drop that far? I mean, I, you know, I was looking at it. I might have actually probably should have took him over, over uh, uh, Boza, my first pick. You got him, the, the, this is the second team in the first round. So this was like your eighth pick, I think, or this was the eighth pick. Possibly. It's because it's because he's a linebacker. He's going to be. Yeah. His, his, it's it's sack but, dependent and splash play dependent. It's going to be as consistent as you know, like yeah. a, a salad poop after Taco Bell. It's not going to be <laughs> consistent at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that. I like that though. I think it was good value. How you feel about it? I like getting him in the latter half of the first round. I think that he's and it all going to depend. You know, James has spoken about this. His thoughts on the show uh, a few times that he thinks he's going to be used more of an edge guy than just a pure linebacker. And if that, you know, does end up being the case, uh, he could, he probably isn't going to completely match that success that he had last year. Cause I think they're hopefully not going to, we're going to be more healthy at that position and they won't have to use him there consistently, but I think they'll still get those opportunities. So he should have a year similar, I think. And if he well exceeds it, I would be surprised, but I don't think that that being you know, sort of a floor ish for him, by any means is uh, out of the question. So getting him late there, and then you know I went safety, and I ignored defensive line in both these teams apparently with how the league went. So yeah, well, yeah. I I like it. I like it. You paired Chen in there too, man. That was another great pick. Mm, yeah, James, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of the same thing I said before, which is I, I really like my teams in, in terms of not really addressing defensive line early. Uh, I think they just kind of were slightly overvalued overall in this league, and uh, I'm very happy with this. You know, I, I've done my power rankings of all 12 teams already. 
This one slots in number four behind mine and Craig's two teams. So uh, I kind of like the people who were not investing early in that defensive line position, and that's what I did here. I did take Rousseau, which was a high-risk, high-reward pick here, but I'm pretty confident in it, and uh, he's really the guy I'm going to be betting on this season as that, uh, you know, oh, you're going to take him a little bit earlier than projected type of person because I, I think that the, the reward is worth the risk on him. Well, I, I, I got to be, you know, the first thing I'm thinking about when, and I said it before when we was looking at a roster like this, but, you know, I like 14 and 16 team leagues. So this is only a 12 team league. So this is legitly every other roster in a 16 team league would probably look like this because there's only so much to go around. So again, it's set on your, you know, your standard leagues or whatever, um, or some of the deeper ones. It depends what you're thinking, but uh, I, there's, I like it. Um, I actually like Gregory, the Gregory pick a lot. I think the guy's got a lot of upside this year. If they finally give him some more playing time, I think there's some snap count concerns here, but. You know, hopefully that's that's not a problem now. Hughes is gone, and I, Addison's gone. Who else do they have? Not they much. Have, well, there they, we go. You got to turn Addison them loose. F and A, so that they have drafted. Right. I think both. He's in the, already showed he like can do rounds. it. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry, Craig. What? You're asking who else they had there in Buffalo. I mean, with those guys left, they just basically have a young core of you know those defensive end guys, and then Von Miller. Yeah, they have guys that right. they took, I think it was a second in right. 2020. Rousseau was an end of the first. And then I think Basham was like a third rounder maybe. Wow. So. All right. Well, um, the one line, then we're going to get down here to me again. Don't forget or, yourself, Gary. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I just really enjoy taking the, uh, the, the scarcer guys off the board if I can because I feel like that when it comes to linebackers defensive backs and such I can just make it up later um, so I, I just try to get that first core pretty pretty solid and I feel that Buckner and Simmons even though the defensive tackle plays I'm not going to have to worry about much in that defensive tackle or, or defensive line as defensive tackles they're, they're still going to be pretty decent more more to just lock it down um I think out pretty well. Anybody got a favorite roster? Which one you like the most? I mean, what you pick? I'll mm. pipe up here and say that I, I really like Craig's roster of Darius Leonard, Jamal Adams, uh, Deion Jones, and Jesse Bates. Uh, I know Jamal Adams wasn't even his ideal pick there, but uh, I, I really like where this team went. Uh, he's got some flexibility to draft another linebacker or another safety if need be. Uh, and he's also got to, to address that defensive line, and as I've hit on this talking point probably three or four times already, uh, there's not going to be a lot of guys who are drafting those guys later in the draft, so he's got to pick and choose uh, who he wants with relative ease. Anyone else? No. I, Craig, I'm done. It's all you, man. <laughs> You're done? All right. Well, I'm done. I, here, I got – all right, I'll say this. I like that you and I had the same strategy on both, both of our teams, Gary. <laughs> We got two DLs, two linebackers. It's the way to yeah. do it. Yeah, I, I try to. I mean, it, I try to spread it thinly. You know, I try to get even it out. It would really have only been say if I went to get that second position and there was nobody, then I would probably revert back and look again. But yeah, yep. cool, cool. 
I'm Happy 100, guys. In one time. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey I, I, I really appreciate it again, fellas. This has been great. Uh, thanks for anybody that's watched as well. Yeah, so that's going to about wrap us up here. We're going to go through final thoughts really quick. But again, thank you for watching us on YouTube. And make sure you've hit like, subscribed, and get those notifications on so you know when you have the different shows popping up here. Of course, you got uh, Getting Defensive on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You have Ronnie, who you can catch over on the Chop Shop. Uh, Ryder Dynasty guys have a show as well. So make sure you're always tuning in and going to gridironratings.com, too, for all your needs. Even the offensive stuff, too, that Gary doesn't want us talking about on this show, yeah. you can find over there. And it's 100th episodes, we got to talk about offense enough just to get him agitated. So uh, going through a round, Robin, Justin, how do you feel about, you know, having a mock draft on getting defensive here finally? It was fun. Uh, I think hopefully it'll, it'll show our viewers that there's, you know, uh, the whole zigzag thing I think was interesting to watch. We had a, a couple of us. You know, uh, me and Johnny started the draft uh, with this um, uh, uh, D-line heavy thing. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, okay, so now that that's all happening, you have another crew of teams drafting going, well, well, let's do the opposite. Let's take all the premium linebackers and safeties off the board. Uh, and I and I think both of those strategies, you know, will you know or can work out well. So it was a lot of fun to kind of see immediately there was this divide and like, all right, well, I'm not going to just let you know Bobby Wagner sit out there just because there's a DL run. I think that's kind of cool to watch that happen in real time. John, what did you think about uh, the hundredth episode and how the mock drafting with everyone went tonight? Yeah, no, it was a good exercise in seeing, you know, how people strategize, how they think about the draft. Um, congrats on 100 episodes. And I vote for Sean's team in the comments as the best team. Yep, Sean played along at home once we all got our picks in there. You got Levante David, Bobby Okariki, Mata Sweat, and J. Ron Curse. So that's where he's starting off. So once we get to the fifth round offline, Gary, or you know, when you're filling in teams late at night by yourself. Don't take those guys. Ronnie, final thoughts. Uh, I had a great time. This is, you know, getting defenses has been around for a while now, and uh, it's good to get on with guys. It's not, also Johnny. I think we've chatted before on Twitter, but good to like see your face for the first time. This is great. Um, <laughs> it's good to draft with all y'all. The only thing with this draft that I was surprised by was a little bit about what Justin touched on, which was how early some of these uh, safeties went defense backs in general that, that is definitely not the strategy I take in, in any sort of dynasty or, or redraft league with um, IDP. James, how are you feeling about the show tonight? Uh, it was great. It was a blast. Uh, I always like doing these mocks and really just putting together leagues in general. It's really good for the viewer to you know see us say exactly what we're saying in real time and kind of talk out our thoughts. Uh, obviously, we're not you know putting this league together and we're only – four rounds in, but when you're trying to replicate that, you, you can do a really good job. And, and I think a lot of us did that. You know, Johnny admitted earlier in this that, uh, you know, he made a mistake and he didn't put his two teams together. And that's going to happen in your draft, and it'll probably happen to you at some point where you select somebody not knowing the settings or you think someone's DLI knowledgeable and they're not. So it's good to just kind of get this repetition in so you don't actually do it in your main drafts, especially if for whatever reason you don't have a lot of time. I know myself, I was away all this past weekend, including yesterday. So putting this stuff together was a little bit of a hustle, but that's the way it goes sometimes. And it's good to see, you know, six different people come in from 
six different perspectives and you get some stretches, you get some reaches, you get some people falling and you really get to think about how things will work because as we all know, the draft is the most important part of your season. Uh, obviously staying active and making ads during the season will matter, but if you have an absolute trash disaster of a draft, it's not likely you're coming back. And Gary, the man himself. Man, I'll yeah. tell you what. It's getting late for you. Yeah, yeah, it's 100. It's after 11 o'clock. Oh. Anyway, so, hey, I again, thank you, everyone, for, you know, coming back on, being a part of everything all this time like you have been. Um, you know, folks, please, th these are some great IDP minds uh, one way or the other. Um, and, and you guys ought to be, you ought to be following them, you know, and I appreciate it. Like Sean on the chat, Hey buddy, I'm sorry. I didn't get into that conversation much with you. I'm glad Ron, Ronnie was chatting it up with you. Hey, you guys, please comment, subscribe, like, you know, support the gridiron ratings, YouTube channel. And I hope to have this Heck going yeah. on again here in about another hundred episodes. Well, that will do it for us tonight. I want to thank everyone again for tuning in. And you guys can see where you can find us on Twitter. We're all on there as well as we went over that at the start of the show. Go back and rewatch all of the fun on YouTube. And for all of us here, thank you again. Make sure you tune in the rest of the week to all the great content we have here. And we will see you back next week for episode 101. Well, 102. 101's Thursday. Clearly, I can't do math. So It's yeah, late, man. Yeah. It's late. We will be ranking safeties on Thursday, 10 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. So tune in for more Juicy Kyle Hamilton talk then, and we will see you guys later. Have a good night. Later, guys.